Some of us might be counting the days until we retire, while others might be dreading it. Not knowing what retirement looks like or being afraid of it can keep you from fully experiencing what should be the best time of your life. We know too many people who enter this phase either late, misdirected, or confused, and we're gonna fix that. We're here to help guide you through this time of life so it's filled with happiness, excitement, fulfillment, and a sense of purpose. I'm Mark Rollins. And I'm Jody Rollins, and we're your hosts of this podcast and the couple behind Retirement Transformed. Together, we're changing the way people think about, plan for, and live in retirement. This weekly podcast is adapted from our popular YouTube episodes, where we talk about a wide range of topics that affect people at different stages of their retirement journey. This is everything retirement except financial advice. Make sure to subscribe and let's get going. Today, we're gonna talk about friendships and we're actually gonna talk about the quality of friendships you have and the direct correlation that has to your mental and physical health. You know, as a matter of fact, poor relationships can lead to loneliness, which we all know. But I don't know if you know that loneliness leads to cognitive decline, dementia, um, heart disease, stroke, and high blood pressure. And you know, as you age, these conditions can have an adverse effect on how long you live. A recent study just found that the lack of strong connections is as bad, so pause for a second and listen to this, is as bad as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. That's amazing. I mean, that really is, when we found out that fact, we were really moved by that. It's scary. It is scary. But there's hope. And today we're gonna to focus on how to create long-lasting, healthy, and meaningful relationships so that you can avoid a life of loneliness, which happens to so many people in retirement. Sounds like such a big topic, but what we're going to do is we're going to break it down into five elements of meaningful relationships. And then at the end, stay till the end, we'll give you seven tips on how to create your own social circle. You know, um, I think for us, when we, when, when, when we retired at the end of 2018, the biggest change for us was the loss of our work friends yeah, definitely. and our clients and our strategic partners. They and filled the, up so much of our day well, and our week and our year. It's funny how we both tell these stories. We'd walk in in the morning, we both led our offices. We'd walk in, you chit chat with everybody. How's everything going? How was your weekend? Check on the kids. You'd have lunch with them, you'd have meetings. You were with them eight, 10 hours a day. Yeah, my joke used to be, I was the last person in line to get into my office in the morning because they were already lined up by the time I got there. Right, and these these relationships filled our lives. And when, yeah. you, when you and I were, you know, in the beginning, we were both still working, but we'd come home at night and we'd spend a lot of our time at dinner talking about our work friends yeah. and how they were doing. And, and how meaningful they were yeah. and how much they, you know, gave from us, took from us, learned from us, we learned from them. Right. You know, there was that whole great circle of enthusiasm around them. And I don't, And then it ended. Yeah, we weren't really prepared for the sudden closing of that door. Right. It 
and it ha you know it's it's we just weren't prepared for it so we but, really had to take a deep dive and look at our other relationships right. and figure out what the elements of those meaningful healthy relationships were that we still held right because we had all of this free time right. that we weren't going to work we weren't seeing these people it was you and I and a few of our friends and we had you know some uh, personal friends and golf friends and we went out to dinner with people and our kids parents friends um, but kids grow up too they do they do <laughs> so I think what we want to do is share with you what some of the things that we did to go deeper on the relationships that we had and then again at the end to talk about some ways in which you can find more relationships and I think it's important to note as we were kind of honing these elements and doing some research of meaningful lasting healthy relationships a lot of our clients added to this and I think it's interesting that they added different elements. We started with three, we ended with five because there was right. some overwhelming consensus as to what a meaningful relationship right. really was. So what's the first element? The first element of having meaningful relationships is honesty and trust. Now it sounds obvious, right? But this is really the number one element to have a long lasting. And I love this word of yours. I'm going to, um, long-lasting elastic relationships or friendships that word elastic we we talked about that we did what is that what does that mean when you brought it up so it was kind of this idea that you have these relationships and they're built on these elements and we'll continue to go through right. the elements but this word elastic you have relationships where the people are in your life and then out of your life but when you go back into their lives it's like you never left right it's it and they those relationships in particular have all these elements right that's true they do and this goes both ways so everyone needs at least one friend that you can share anything with your deepest darkest secrets yeah with no judgment and your struggles no yeah. ridicule you know share your secrets and have them be safe and have them be safe right. and we need people like that i right. mean we do that with each other um but you need somebody, other, you need than somebody other than your spouse. You need somebody other than your spouse to I do think. that. I yeah. do. So to go deeper on honesty, um, you've got to be able to be completely honest with that person. And then when you can, it's very powerful. Not not just for for me or you, but for the other person. And it's not just honesty in what you say and do. It's honesty in who you are. Right. They need to know who you are as a person. Right. Full stop. And again, on trust. It's got to be 100% confidential. You can't have one of your great dear friends share what you want to speak to them confidentially about and hear about it coming back another way. It just right. doesn't work. That's true. And, you know, a lot of times, too, with this uh, honesty and trust, sometimes the person you're talking to, you don't really want advice. You don't want an answer. Mm -hmm. You just want them to listen. Right. And we talk about that a lot with our own relationship. So that first element was huge, right. honesty and trust. And there's a lot of prongs and a lot of research that backs that up. The second element of a meaningful friendship is shared experiences. Having connections that include good and bad experiences will deepen your relationships. Yeah, there's, there's issues like the loss of a loved one. Or the, or the birth, or the or birth the, of a grandchild. Right, right. So if you have friends that are going through some of these same experiences that you are, it's a great person, a trusting person to talk to. The marriage of your children. Um, 
Or the loss of a job. Or the other side of it, the, the great new job you just got, or right? So, or a promotion or a new company or, you know, a major illness that you're battling or a right. major illness that you conquered. Right. You know, right. those are both kind of deepening points where you can deepen your relationship. And when you're going through this with a friend where you're open and honest about what you're doing and they're giving you support and you're giving them support, and you know it's you going can count to bring you closer. Yeah, definitely. And distance doesn't really matter. You know, you can, especially with social media and FaceTime and Zoom right. and even now hopefully getting to go see people. Right. Distance really doesn't matter. Yeah, that's that elasticity in right. the relationships. So the third element is humor. And I love this one. I, you know, we've all heard the saying. That's because you think you're funny. I am funny. I'm like the funniest guy. Okay. Well, I'm funny. You guys know I'm funny. Laughter is the best medicine. We've all heard this. Right. The Mayo Clinic actually says that laughter is going to keep you healthier. And there's science behind this. You know, when you're laughing, watching a funny movie or Jody's laughing at one of my jokes, it increases her oxygen level. You release endorphins, right? right? You feel that when that happens. It eases your pain. Definitely improves your mood. It does improve your mood. When I'm funny, you get happier. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. And when I, you know, even when we talk together about some of our friends that we can laugh with, we both laugh and we feel right. better. Right. So, I mean, something as simple as watching a comedy once in a while. Or, or even making fun of each other, poking yeah. a little bit here or there, not in a mean-spirited way, but poking and being vulnerable and, right. you know, kind of making fun of yourself, make, you know, just keeping it light, I guess, would be a good... And I think, frankly, humor is really a big part of our relationship. We watch... Uh, Ted Lasso is playing right now, and it's it's just an amazing, funny show. And for us to watch a show together and giggle really does pull us together. So humor is that third element. And the fourth element is respect for each other. You know, healthy, mutual respect for your alignments and your differences. You know, where there's your judgment free and you can respect and embrace opinions, agree to disagree, right. agree to agree, but keep it on a very respectful level. And we're all different. You know, no matter who your best friend is, they're different than you. And you want to respect those differences. As a matter of fact, you want to embrace them. Right. Because they're different, they bring something to you that you can't have um, on your own. So the fifth element of friendships that last really is open communication. And that, that in my mind, is a number two behind honesty and trust. But it's being able to have this open communication where you're always checking in, you're always asking them questions. It kind of plays to that thing that we talk about a lot with each other, you know, going out to dinner with other couples right. or friends, you know, being interested as well as interesting, right? Checking right. in with people, asking them questions, learning to respond, not react. Yeah, that's a big thing too. Offering help. So, so hopefully these resonated with you. And I was thinking about this. Here's a really quick exercise. If you grab a piece of paper and you write down the five elements of friendship that we just right. went through, and then actually identify your friends that fit that profile. Yeah, make a list. What's a great idea? Absolutely. And, and then give them a call. Tell them that you're on this special list and why they're on the list. You know, it, that will again deepen, but let them know that, you know, you're one of their top five friends and you're going to call them once in a while and all that. So it's great. Now, as we said, at the very end here, we want to talk a little bit about some of the things you can do 
to make new friends. Now, let's say like Jody and I, we got married 12 years ago. We had to make new, new friends. And now we've moved to a new community. We right. need to make new friends up here. So, so let's let's run through the seven yeah. kind of tips that we have right. on ways or places you can go meet right. new friends. And the first is volunteer. It's an easy one. There's so many organizations in your area that need your skills and talent. So find a way to volunteer. Second one would be to take a class at your local YMCA or right. at your religious institution or somewhere in town. Just take a class. Learn something new. With some like-minded people that right. want to learn the same thing. That's always fun. The third is join a gym. And I would add, or a yoga studio. Or a yoga studio. Oh, I see. Gym or a <laughs> yoga studio. Um, because, yeah, then you're going to meet people um, again, take some classes there. And I think another one would be to join a club. A bicycle club, a walking club, a hiking club, a travel club, you know, some sort of club. Uh, the fifth one, you mentioned this earlier, Jody, uh, join, get involved in a faith community. If at this point in your life, if you want to start thinking about formal religion in a way, then you could join um, a, a church, a synagogue yeah. or something and meet people there. You know, <laughs> this is kind of a funny one, but getting involved with social media you know, finding groups on social media, Facebook groups like the one we have, other Facebook groups, connecting with old friends, right. local organizations. I think it's a great place to start to connect. We with have people. a community online, our Facebook community. So join that. Um, the seventh thing is get a part time job. You know, the right now, the unemployment rate is off the charts. We've there's so many people that uh, so many businesses that are looking for help. Yesterday, we took our car in to get service and was dropped off by Barry. And Barry's retired and he works two days a week delivering cars because he was at home and he was bored and he likes to drive. So and he likes to week, drive good cars. He likes to drive nice cars. Yeah, yeah. You, you have a nice car, I, I don't. So anyway, these are real risks to being lonely and we don't want that for you. And I'm sure that you don't want it. So we want you to make an effort to deepen the relationships that exist. Or find new ones. Yeah. You know, don't assume that everyone out there has enough friends. You know, by reaching out, you might actually be helping someone else. Yeah, I think that's a good, that's a good thing to say because if you think, well, everyone already has friends, a lot of people don't. And loneliness is really bad. So I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, please share with your friends and please subscribe by clicking the subscribe button. And finally, we mentioned it earlier, but join our free Facebook community. The link's in the notes below. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to being with you again. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Jody and I started Retirement Transformed after we both left successful careers. We were surprised by the lack of information surrounding retirement other than typical financial advice. There was no roadmap to guide us in any way. We knew we wanted to reinvent the meaning of retirement. We wanted more out of this next phase of life. And so we started researching, experiencing, and ultimately began this Retirement Transform movement to help you also live your best retirement life. Thousands of people have already joined this movement and they've expressed to us how they also wanna change the expectation of what it means to be retired. We're living longer than ever before. People are retiring earlier. So this retirement phase of life is the longest it's ever been. And our generation and the individuals who are nearing retirement are more active and engaged than ever. We're starting new businesses in retirement. We're traveling the world, learning new hobbies, 
and changing our habits and routines to allow for a more healthy and fulfilling lifestyle. This is what the Retirement Transform podcast is all about. If you like our podcast, please subscribe to be notified of our latest episodes and share it with your friends. Follow us on YouTube where we release new episodes every Wednesday at 4 p.m. You can also find us on Instagram at Retirement Transformed, on Facebook, and on our website, retirementtransformed.com. Thank you for listening.